This podcast is by G. Wayne Miller for the Providence Journal. What we're trying to do in this study is really put our arms around the impact that long COVID is having on our society. So it's less about kind of the clinical physiology of what's going on or therapies, but it's much more about what the impact is on patients, on on clinicians, on the health system, on businesses, really taking that societal perspective to try to identify what are the policy things we need to do to manage what I suspect will be tens of millions of Americans who will have anywhere between very, very mild uh, disability to some number who will end up having very significant disability as a result of having been infected with COVID. So our approach here, uh, Wayne, is a few things. First is we're going to do a bunch of surveys, of national surveys of patients and, and their experiences. Um, we're going to do a lot of data analysis. And, and all of this is kind of in the works. We're developing the survey instrument. We're pulling together the data to really look at clinical utilization and healthcare utilization for people who've, been, who've had COVID. What happens? How does it change your clinical trajectory? What, do they end up having a lot more hospitalizations? Do they end up having more healthcare utilization? Sometimes clinically, you know, your initial infection was COVID, but then maybe that means that it caused damage to your heart. So your future hospitalizations are going to be from heart disease. So it's not just looking at how much COVID care are you getting, but what are the clinical implications of, the, of that initial infection? And then we're holding a series of stakeholder meetings with policymakers, with, with business leaders, with patients and doctors, to really hear from them directly what the experience is. And my hope is to put this whole thing together and give Americans a much better sense of what the impact is of long COVID on our society. It has started. And um, as you can imagine, the first few months is you know just a lot of work to create a good survey instrument, uh, to identify who you're going to survey, to start building those stakeholder groups. All of that is pretty far along. My sense is that in early January, February is when we're going to start really getting some first set of data, um, which we will, of course, need to refine and, and work. But this is not something where this is not a five-year study. This is not a, I hope in 2026 to come out with some findings, right? This is a, we've got to come up with some preliminary findings by the spring, uh, refined over the summer. Uh, we really see it as a one-year project to get going. And then, of course, there's going to be, it's going to answer some questions, raise others, which we will need to go after in subsequent time. Alan is a benefactor, really. He's just, he's provided uh, funding for it. Uh, but otherwise, you know, we're pretty clear that our donors can uh, support work that we want to do, but they don't actually shape the work. But, you know, he's a very smart, thoughtful guy. So I'm always happy to get his ideas, but he's, he's, a, he's a supporter. So uh, you mentioned uh, this is a national study, but of course it will include data from Rhode Island. Absolutely. And in fact, um, some of the things, so for instance, the, some of the stakeholder groups we're doing, we're, we're, we're over sampling, over engaging, and not over in a bad way, but like you know, additional engagement of leaders from Rhode Island. Because I think uh, while I want the implications to be national, I want to make sure that we provide an adequate lens into what's happening here in our state. There is more data and more studies of long haul that have happened over the year. Do we have a better sense of how many people are being affected or? You know, 
the estimates that are out there from CDC, from WHO, suggest maybe 10 to 20% of people who've been infected. Um, that, you know, the question of what is long haul, if somebody's symptomatic two months later, is that long haul? Or do you have to be six months later? What symptoms count? All of that is still being sorted out. But whatever that number ends up being, I think the bottom line is it will end up, <clears throat> excuse me, it'll end up being millions of people and we'll end up having a pretty large effect, but we don't have a good precise estimate, partly because we don't have a precise definition of what is long haul COVID or long COVID. And when you say, uh, when you use that figure millions, you're talking US. Yes, that's just within the US. And globally. Because we think, yeah, because we think in the US that probably 140, 150 million people have been infected with this virus by now, even though the official numbers are more like 40 million. Um, and that means there are just a lot of people out there, even, even if it's 10%, then that's 14 million. Even if it's 5%, that's 7 million. That's a lot of people out there who are going to be affected by this. 